Hello and welcome to the 3 for Thursday podcast from fmi.online, looking at three things in the field of finance. I'm your host, Chris Hewitt, and today's 3 for Thursday is, what are the three largest IPOs? Good morning, Ryan. Today is our 10th episode. Can you believe it? How are you finding it so far? Yeah. Hi, Chris. Uh, Good to be here again. Joe Rogan's probably got his, you know, his eyes over his shoulders looking at us coming at him after 10 episodes. We've got a really good topic today. You sent me a WhatsApp beforehand telling me what our topic's going to be. And I think it will be of, of real interest to people listening to the podcast. I'm going to be really honest here. I do know Joe Rogan and I did post about him. I don't actually know what his podcast is about. (laughs) I'm a latecomer to the Joe Rogan podcast. Really amazing guest. And it's just fascinating that in this world of instant consumerism, people losing their attention, that he's created this great success story from podcasts that can sometimes go for for two and a half hours. So I'm sure that he's worried about the FMI.online podcast though. Well, obviously we've got better guests in yourself and we've got better topics. (laughs) Our topic this week is what are the three largest IPOs? Okay, Ryan, let's start with the most obvious question. What is an IPO? IPO, as lots of our listeners will already know, stands for Initial Public Offering. So it's when a company sells shares for the very first time to the public. The company's existed for a little while, but they need to raise some capital in order to reach the next stage. And so if you work on the equity capital markets desk of an investment bank or the ECM desk, you will be involved with IPOs from finding potential clients that uh, need to go through an IPO to helping them through that process. Because the process of an IPO itself uh, is quite an involved process. It involves a lot of legal requirements, a lot of regulatory requirements, and a lot of listing requirements from the exchange that you choose to list on. Okay, you mentioned that a company does this at a point in time. At what stage in their cycle typically would a company list? The corporate finance life cycle is usually split into stages. The first stage is what we usually refer to as the launch. And the launch is when you have a new product idea. It's not been widely marketed. You will have low sales. You might have operating losses and maybe even negative cash flows. To fund the launch stage of the corporate finance life cycle, usually it's the owners putting their own capital into the business. Or it's those early stage investors, such as venture capital or angel investors. The next stage is what we call the growth stage. And this is when companies typically go through the IPO process. You've got in a developed market, you've got accelerated sales. So you need some investment to keep that growth going. And that's when most companies will go through the IPO process. The two next stages are what we often describe as maturity. You've got substantial revenues. You're often grown to be a leader in your sector. And you've got access to now debt capital, so either bank loans or corporate bonds. The fourth and final stage of the corporate finance life cycle is what we call the decline stage. And this is usually when there have been better alternatives that have come to the market, different fashions have come in. And so the product or your business model isn't quite as relevant today as it was perhaps when you were going through that growth stage. So during that decline, you're either going to restructure, you might go through an LBO, a leveraged buyout, you might sell off or divest part of your businesses, or you might have to reinvent yourself like lots of companies have done in the past. 
Okay. In, in terms of IPOs, I would talk about typically if I'm delivering a training program, the one that we always talk about is Facebook. So in May 2012, Facebook issued shares for the first time. Do you think that Facebook followed that cycle that you talked about? Um, and where do you think Facebook sits in its, uh, its life cycle? Where a company sits in its life cycle, particularly for a tech company, becomes a really interesting question. When does a company go from, for example, a growth company to perhaps a more mature company or a value company, as we like to call them? Facebook IPO, actually, as you, if you go back to it, it wasn't the greatest or the smoothest IPO. There were technical issues with the listing on the, on the stock exchange, the New York Stock Exchange. There were issues around pricing and the underwriters for it. And I think from memory, the lead underwriter was Morgan Stanley. They got a lot of flack from the market for it. Where Facebook is now, well, Facebook has had a lot of issues over the last couple of years. Is it such a growth company now? I wouldn't say that Facebook perhaps has got much growth left in it. Perhaps it's moved to be more of a value investment or it's definitely, as a tech company, moved to be uh, a more mature company. I don't know. What What do you think? Has Facebook got a lot of growth potential? You're, you're more of a social media junkie than me. Yeah, I think it's an interesting one. And this is the sort of question I'd always ask participants in a training program mainly because they're younger than me and and they're going to be much more on the ball than I would in, in these sort of areas. In my opinion, um, I think Facebook will will grow by diversifying. So the, the Facebook that we know it today in terms of its social media and social media subsidiaries, I think that would be a different model in, say, five, 10 years. So that's that's my view on it. So I think it will continue to grow. Um, but in terms of the form of its business, I think will change in the coming years. So hopefully Facebook isn't on our on our list because our top three this week are the largest three IPOs in history. But what do you think are the, the largest three, Ryan? These are one of these ones that you've given me, Chris, where I'm fairly confident with two of them, but the third one I'm less confident. I might as well start with the ones that I'm more confident on. The largest IPO in history was one that has been fairly recent, and that was the Saudi Aramco IPO. It got a lot of press at the time, back in December 2019, before most people have heard of coronavirus, actually. I think they raised something around $30 billion. You might have a number, a more accurate number I, in front of you. I, I have done the research, but it actually complicates things. It really does depend where you get your information. Um, I will give you the answer at the end, and probably the most likely amount that was generated but. It varies where you look. You're, you're, you're very close to what I got anyway, Ryan, but I won't reveal it all now. Yeah, and I guess it also depends if you're adjusting from inflation and things like that, right? So an IPO back in 1990 that raised $20 billion adjusted for inflation would probably be the largest IPO in history as well. So I'm assuming we're going on nominal or actual cash raise without worrying about adjusting for inflation, which would fry my simple Kiwi brain a little bit. So Saudi Aramco is number one. Okay. Um, my number two is going to be Alibaba, the Alibaba IPO back on the New York Stock Exchange. Now, they have recently done a secondary listing as well on the Hong Kong Stock Exchange to raise some additional equity capital. But going just on their IPO, that was back, I think, in 2014. Uh, and they raised, they raised around, I guess, $20 billion or there or thereabouts through that IPO. So that's my number two. Do you want my number three straight away? Please, Ryan. Yep, yeah, you're on a roll. Keep going. The third one I'm less confident on. I know that in the past when I've seen tables of big IPOs, the Chinese banks come up 
And I think Mm -hmm. at the time it was the largest IPO in history, and that's China Agricultural Bank. Now, I'm not quite sure exactly how much they raised. I'm not actually 100% sure when the actual IPO was, but China Agricultural Bank would be my number three in terms of largest IPOs ever. Okay, thank you, Ryan. Let's go through the answers then. And again, it really does depend where you get your information. Um, I'm happy to share that in our post when we do. But from the data I've got, Saudi Aramco was indeed number one. In 2019, the IPO was worth around $26 billion. Okay. Uh, Number two was Alibaba. In 2014, this IPO generated around $22 billion. You were close. In, In the list that I've looked at, the two big Chinese bank IPOs, Agricultural Bank of China and ICBC, were four and five in our list. Okay. The number three was actually SoftBank Corp. Oh, of course. Yeah, SoftBank. Yeah, so according to my sources, um, that was the third biggest IPO with a value of around about $21 billion. So Okay. You were, you were close, but no cigar, Ryan. Well, that's okay. Um, you've given me a couple of softballs before uh, in the last few weeks. I can't believe it's number 10 that we've been, that we've been doing, Chris. So what's, what's Joe Rogan on now? Oh, a few more than 10. He's done at least 20. So there's hope for us yet. I'm sure that Spotify's got their eye on us. They'll give us a nice new set to do these once we get to, to Joe Rogan status. Okay, well, thank you very much again, Ryan, on our momentous 10th recording. I appreciate your time. Did you buy me a present? What's the 10th anniversary if you're married or something? Is it? Something? Uh, leave that with sure. me. Okay. Leave, well, it was actually my 10th tenth, my tenth anniversary at the company. I didn't get the watch in the post. It's in the mail. COVID stuffed up all the mail and everything. That, that means my, my so yours is in the mail. Mine's in the mail. Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you, Ryan, uh, and thank you uh, in advance for the present that's coming in the post. And finally, thank you to everyone that has listened so far. We do really appreciate any way you can support us. Um, you can do that by rating, reviewing, and subscribing to our podcast. You can also check out our free resources at fmi.online. See you next Thursday.